to be a yogi. I'm Edward Reeb, producer and host of the To Be a Yogi podcast. Today, I'll be interviewing Kanchan Taguna. Kanchan was born into a yogi family and is the owner of Charak Yoga in Tamil Kathmandu, Nepal, where I've been teaching yoga for the past two months. In this episode, we'll discuss traditional versus westernized yoga, Shiva, Ayurveda, Tantra, and Jagannath Yoga Ashram in Baitadi, Nepal. And so, without further ado, let's get to that interview, shall we? Welcome to the To Be A Yogi podcast. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah. So, so here we are in, in Tamil Kathmandu at Jatra Cafe, which is right underneath Chakra Yoga. Charak Yoga. Charak. 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 Chakra. 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 Yeah. Now, who was Charak again? Charak. C-H-E-R-A-K. Yeah, Charak. Yes, named after. Who is the, is the like, founder of the one Ayurveda you know, system. Charak is a says long time before. Mm-hmm. He's the founder of this Ayurveda tradition, you know. And How long ago was that? It's a long time, maybe 5,000 years before. 5,000 years, long. wow. No, I don't know exactly, but it was a long, long time before, mm. you know. Nice, nice. So you, you have this studio and then another studio in Patan? Yeah, I have in Patan, I have in Tamil, I have outside Ring Road. I have three, four yoga studios in Nice. Uh, yeah. And you were born into a yogi family. Yes, I should say I'm a lucky, you know, <laughs> in that sense, to be born in a yogi family. You know, my dad, my uncle, where they, you know, had been practicing for long mm-hmm. under the guidance of Guru Gatal, Swami Gatal. Mm. Uh, so, who is no more, who is no more in the world physically. Mm-hmm. But still, if I want to get some help or some connection, still I can feel his energy, you know, mm. because he's in subtle. Yeah. He's not in physical, but still he's in subtle, mm. somewhere, you know. Did you meet him personally? Yes, I have met him many times, and I have uh, learned yoga under his guidance. Mm. I think for five to seven years, I got chance to stay in his ashram. Oh, wow. In Dharaldhura, in the far west of Nepal, mm-hmm. he did sadhana in Dharaldhura and Baitri, Baitri district of Nepal. He's from. He's originally from India. He left his house when he was age of eight or six. Mm. He was from Haridwar actually, so he left. And then he started sadhana. He chose the place Baitridi and Daraldura for sadhana for the yogic sadhana. Mm. Because why he chose? Because I had I had some questions. Why Baitridi and Daraldura, or let's say the far west, some district of far west of Nepal? Why? Yogis, they tr- come to that place. Mm-hmm. I had a question in my mind, and I come, came to know in whole world, Uttarakhand is the motherland of yoga mm. and spirituality, let's say. In whole world, Uttarakhand. So Uttarakhand is a part of India, and the western part of Nepal, like let's say, some districts which are which go through the Mahakali River. Mm. So there is a Mahakali River which separates Nepal and India. So the districts which are linked with the Mahakali River mm-hmm. from Nepal, they are also called Uttarakhand. Mm. I mean Uttarakhand. We are very familiar to 
this area, like in India and Nepal, they are very like, you know, they have family relations, we have these connections. Just Mahakali River separates. And so Mahakali is the goddess, you know, the most powerful goddess. Mahakali. Mahakali. Mm. Kali is one and Mahakali is another, you know. Oh, okay. So this is the goddess form in a very intense form, mm. right? So, luckily, out of many rivers there, Mahakali is there. Mm. You know, in the river bank of Mahakali, you'll find, if you go there, you'll find many Aghori's places from where the sage or these Aghori Babas, they take Siddhis powers from goddess Mahakali mm. and then the districts why Baitari and Dadaldura why people choose far west of Nepal Dadaldura, Baitari, this Bajang you know the, where is the Khaptar area also so there in Baitari there are certain hills on top of hills Lord Shiva still there in the name of different forms mainly Jagannath Jagannath is the form of Lord Shiva. Mm. Jaga means the whole world. Nath means the honor. So Jagannath is the honor of the whole world. Means Shiva. He's a part of, you know, he's Shiva actually, but in the form of Jagannath. Right? So Jagannath is there. Kedar, Kedar, which is another form of Lord Shiva. Mm. Kedar is there. Mallikarjun, Maha. There are many, you know. Shiva forms on top of the certain hills and where the Shiva lives where the original Shiva lives let's say yeah there are different two parts Shiva and Sankar part also mm -hmm. Sankar is Mahesh Brahma Vishnu Mahesh are under Shiva actually so we need to understand that Shiva is formless no no form nothing it's energy it's light it's power and Brahma Vishnu Mahesh there are three another part which are from the same but they have different responsibilities. Rama, Vishnu, and what was the Brahma, third one? Rama, Vishnu, and Mahesh. Mahesh. Mahesh is who has the snake on his neck, mm. who has a Tirsul, let's say, who holds Tirsul, oh, okay. Tamaru, all I usually just think yeah. that's Shiva. Yeah. Shiva Ratri. People say Shiva to him, mm. and then it's Mahesh, actually. But it has he has many names, many, you know, many, many names. Like somebody says Shiva, somebody, somebody say like, you know, Mahesh, Sankar, there are many, many names. The way that I, th I, I think it's misunderstood a lot in the West because people say Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva. Brahma creates, Vishnu sustains, and Shiva destroys. So people think of Shiva as the destroyer. Yeah, Shiva. They think Shiva is the destroyer, but actually Shiva is not the destroyer. You know, mm. Shiva is the energy form. So who is beyond again this Brahma, Vishnu, and Mahesh? So Brahma, Vishnu, Mahesh also they meditate for Shiva. Mm. Right? Shiva created these three energies for creation of this whole world, for the, you know, going things well, for Vishnu. Vishnu has that part and Mahesh has destruction part. Right? And the three has goddess form also, another. Brahma has Saraswati, Vishnu has Mahesh, uh, Vishnu has Lakshmi and Mahesh has Parvati. Saraswati, Lakshmi and Parvati. Parvati, let's mm. say. These are the goddess form, let's say. Goddess, actually these are also from the same Shiva. Mm. Shiva created this male-female, like let's say in a male-female energy also. They're in that way, you know, to now run it, this whole world. In all these shops, there's a little shrine. Is that Lakshmi? Ah, uh, 
Maybe they have some sign. Or maybe Saraswati. Some people they follow Saraswati. Some people. Oh, they follow okay. So it's a different, different goddess. I thought it, it was specific to yeah, like and, shop, shops and, what, and mark, yeah. market. Yeah. And what I think, you know, people normally I heard I have heard that you know people say in the Hindu culture or Hindu system there are many many god and goddesses. So we are confused. You know, there is no point mm. to be confused. Mm. If I have, <laughs> if I have to say something on this, I haven't talked. I haven't said anything on this matter. But as yeah. far as I know, you know, I say I can say strong I mean confidently that there is no point to be confused once you understand it's very easy you know? mm. Siva is the highest form Brahma Vishnu second layer who created for certain responsibilities mm. and after that some deities are there not the god or goddesses god and goddesses it's different we can say god and goddesses also but the god western people use god right the like word, capital G-O-D, G-O-D, yeah. G-O-D, we belong the same god belongs to shiva mm. from here Shiba if you is the see ultimate yeah, source. if you see from hindu perspective or this point of view from here shiva is the same like god you mm. call you western people they call god and shiva mm. you know shiva and the god are same but there are certain deities or certain forms in your culture but i don't know about these right. things and from my this area what i can say brahma vishnu are second layer and the third layers are there are shawl i like spirits layer mm. so if the spirit is powerful like even i can be some deity you know i mean i can be any kind of deity after leaving this body mm. i can be worse i can be the best mm. so if i'm helping if i'm a good energy but i'm leaving i have left body but still i'm in subtle body i'm not enlightened if i'm in subtle body mm. enlightenment is different yeah once i'm enlightened i'm not going to be even in the subtle body mm. right only yogic process takes us to the enlightenment no other process can take us to the enlightenment mm. so enlightenment means when we leave this body we are not attached with this physical body even after leaving it so we go after this body we come out of this body and we leave our shuttle body also as a shawl pure form of shawl or spirit let's say we go to directly go to shiva even we don't go to Brahma, Vishnu, Mahesh, or, or we don't go to any deities, or we don't stay in this earth, because we never die. Mm. We never get birth, we never will die. If we go in a reality, if we go in a real form of what we are, or what I am, we are a soul, energy. So we are the part of Shiva, which is energy form. Mm. And we, have, we are also the same energy. But Brahma, Vishnu, Mahesh, to run this system, you know, Administrators, administrators, destroyers, or you know, beaver, or in this way, they have systems. Yeah. So this started because the sankalpa came in Shiva's. You know, when uh, when he was in the energy form, long time before. So he decided, you know, just thought came of creation these things. But to create, okay, what to do? Three things are three powers are created, and then after these things, right? So Brahma, Vishnu, Mahesh. After there are many deities. So deities are those, let's say, some are really powerful, some are less powerful. It's like a chain of army system, you can right. say like that. You yeah. know? Some are very like army, yeah. some are you know just army, some are captain, some are major, some are like maybe DI. I mean in police they are DIZ, AIZ. like this is the system, same system like horse. Mm. And on top, the chief there is chief. Right. So same thing like in the West, they differentiate with a capital G God and a lowercase G God. Ah, uh, yeah, God. Yeah, people say God and goddesses, but I say deities and are yeah. different. And God, God has God has different meaning, you know. Right. So. Oh, it's just the, just to clarify, um, when they when they write God with a lowercase G, they're talking about deities. 
but yeah. when they talk yeah, about yeah. God with a capital G, they're talking about the ultimate God, which is also called deity. Yeah. Without I E S. It's just only the matter of talking, actually. You know? it's yeah, just, yeah. You know, English is confusing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not confusing, but I think, you know, it's. Uh... It's confused already. <laughs> it's got so many layers of sediment and history and uh, different languages thrown in. Anyway. Yeah. The, you know what happens? It's with the. Conf- what I understand, what I know, you know, confusion is created. Because of some people, you know. Yeah. Okay. For example, even yoga, the original yoga is something different. Mm. Now, for example, some people come from West or some people come from somewhere and they spend some time with gurus and they learn, they, you know, they learn authentic things, you know. But they go back to West. My feeling, yeah, I might be wrong. I don't say I'm 100% mm. right. Uh, they go there and then they might, you know, okay, if they start teaching the original things, Maybe the clients or maybe the students, they may not like it. Yeah. But they have to do pranayams, they have to do some cleansings, they, have, they don't want, they may not want, maybe, you know. And they decided, okay, asana, because everyone wants to practice, to right. sweat yeah. in the studio, you know. So, when they started only asana, yoga is asana. Or yoga is just practicing, sweating, but you know, there is 90% behind this asana. Hmm. So it's a, they eat it, okay, they make a package, maybe, you know, they might have made a package for innocent Westerners who want to learn yoga in reality, but we, who can't come to India or Nepal. Even in Nepal and India now, it's like a business. Hmm. People will not get the authentic yoga. To find the authentic yoga, to find the authentic place where they can practice, they should be lucky enough to <laughs> find that place, actually, yeah? yeah? Because it's very hard to find. People are easily wearing yellow dress, making nice eyes, long hairs, and people think, oh, he's a guru or this. No. Mm. Something, guru has something different meaning, you know, again. Mm. There are many things which plays role. So even now, India and Nepal people, they started, okay, because in the management, they have Western management, and they already say, okay, people like who come, okay, we have 10 people, 10, you know, who are coming to India or Nepal, who wants to learn yoga, okay, let's make a nice package for them, okay. In the morning, breathing exercise. In the afternoon, this blah blah blah. You know, but they don't, they can't take them into the reality. You know? Right. So before what they need, how they need to change their food habits. You know, how, before going into yoga, there are some preparations. You know, needed cleansing. You know, not only physical. You know, mental cleansing is also important there. Mm. So if you are, if you have, for example, if you simply have ego when you are doing. I'm like this, this. You are not going to get that, you know, that connection with you, what you are going to practice. Mm. So, like, we clean our body with water or these things. You know, we have there, there are certain process of cleansing our body. There are certain process of cleansing our mind. Mm. So, as we clean our body with the soap or the, you know, there are sample soaps to clean our body. Mm-hmm. So, there is knowledge to clean our mind, actually. Mm. If you have a real knowledge, and then only our this you know negativity goes mm-hmm. and then we are cleaned with mentally. Otherwise if we have mentally we are not clean, but physically we are trying to push our body. Right. Because body and mind are related, you know. Yeah. Mind has connection with your glandular systems, let's say pituitary gland is as soon as thought comes your glands are affected. Mm. So glands are affected, the hormones are released and your body automatically is affected. Mm. So this is the connection between body and mind. Right. So I was at the point why Baitari and Dadaldura are 
people, the yogis, they come and practice yoga there because Shiva still there in that form. Mm. And where Shiva lives, automatically other deities, like if there is Shiva, for example, in the Jagannath, I have my Lord, like you know, I worship Jagannath in my place, in my district, by the way. So Jagannath has Bhairav in front of that, always. Bhairav is like, let's say, if Jagannath is there, Bhairav is automatically there. So these deities are automatically there. Durga is automatically there. Kali is automatically there. Where Shiva goes, the deities, these other gods and goddesses, they go automatically there. Hmm. Right? So yeah. for the Tantra, to get Siddhi, Daitari and Jaraldura or Khaptar, let's say these are really hidden place in the world hmm. where even gurus who are really high, you know, powerful gurus, hidden gurus, not famous gurus, they come to these places, certain part of India, certain part of Nepal, they go and they get some Siddhi from these powerful god, goddesses or deities, whatever you want to use word, you can use, you know, or even from Shiva, hmm. they get some Siddhis, powers. And they have siddhis of reading your mind. If they can see you, they can easily read everything mind. You know, what you did just sometime before, I can say. I mean, who has siddhi, they can say easily. So it's because they have some power from these god and goddesses deities. So to get that, these are sort of siddhis, they come to these places. But if they just forget themselves in the siddhis, again, they are not getting the ultimate aim of yoga. So Siddhis are natural things or which comes to distract, oh, to a shadar or to the practitioner, okay. to go for the enlightenment. Yeah. Because going to the enlightenment is different process. Mm. And these Siddhis, they come are like obstacles in your way. Mm. So I'm practicing yoga for long, but now I can fly in the air. Mm. If I start showing people, okay, I can fly, and right. then if I start charging money, wow. so I'm again going to the worldly things, right? Yeah, yeah. So Siddhis, you don't reach there the are many Siddhis, you And know? then you have to reincarnate because you've yeah. left karma behind. Yes. That reminds me, um, uh, a friend of mine that I met at the hotel was describing, and I'm sure he got it from somewhere else, but he was talking about that a lotus is, is comes from the, the, the mud at the bottom of, this, of the water, uh -huh. and then as it grows through the water, there's temptations in the water. The ocean is the world of magic powers, the occult, that kind of thing. And there's the temptation to grow this way or that way or to get caught up in all the different life in the ocean. But the goal is straight up, and that's where you unfold as the yeah. lotus up on top of the water. Yeah, yeah. In that place so of detachment and purity. Yeah, yeah. So if, if we are searching for enlightenment or that higher thing in yoga, we should not be with these siddhis. Siddhis are very, very very natural thing to come which comes to the sadhak or practitioner mm. you know yeah and then if you when you cross these things when you are not attached with these things when you are not running after money after you know getting these siddhis then only you go higher mm. otherwise again you are in the worldly things you are coming back maybe some powerful things you have but if you use your these siddhis in a negative way or to use someone mm. these are the siddhis which kills you in a bad in a badly way let's mm. say you know, in a very worst way that you will be killed with your siddhis. So Tantra, as you know when we talk about Tantra, Tantra is good but it's the worst thing also. <laughs> right, both yeah, things yeah. are there, you know. Yeah. And yoga and Tantra both are quite different things mm. <laughs> from my point of view. Mm -hmm. But ultimately the goal is the same. Yeah, and yeah, Tantra and yoga both have the same 
goals same they come to the same point but the practice is far away right yog i can say 100 i mean i am confident to say that mm-hmm. yog is yog yog sadhana is a very different sadhana tantra sadhana is a very different sadhana mm-hmm. people say tantra yog it's not like a tantra yog you know i can say them i can from from my experience or from my this you know Tantra is different. <laughs> tantra sadhana we can say. Yeah, yeah. Yoga sadhana we can say. Yeah. But tantra yoga we cannot say. Hmm. Or yoga tantra can we can't say like that, you know. Yeah. Tantra is tantra yoga is yoga, but they both bring you to the same place. Mm-hmm. Same aim, they have same. Even from tantra you get enlightenment. Even from yoga you can get enlightenment, hmm. right? Tantra in a short bit. if I start talking about tantra maybe 100 years there it takes 100 years even i will not be able to finish it mm. so yoga is also like that you know it's too much mm. so in a shortcut try to understand in this way tantra is such a practice in which we go in too much everything right what you want do it do it do it do it and from there you go to that high you know mm. but yoga sage don't do things which are bad mm. tantra says nothing is good and bad practice ryok says no don't touch something don't try something because once we try something it becomes our habit once we try two time we try three time we try it becomes our habit mm. and we are human being who live with habits once we have habits set up we are ready to die but we don't accept we are not changing our habits mm. it's very hard to change the habits right yeah so yoga says no save yourself don't go don't eat meat have celibacy like you know be celibate because in ashtanga yoga there is brahmacharya which is celibacy mm. right so don't go for these things celibacy no sex but tantra says sex mm. just on this talk two matters mm-hmm. yoga says no sex tantra says sex so tantra says from sex we go to the same place yoga says no avoiding sex we go to the same place mm. right so these are far away right. as away as possible they are away but they reach at the same point when did you first start teaching yoga me yeah teaching i think i started uh, i used to teach in schools before i came kathmandu 10 years before then i started teaching at some schools you know some schools to some people i mean simply just straightening because i i'm a, i'm a national bad, badminton player i mm. i used to be a national badminton player and i use i'm a national coach also like i have a certificate of national coach i work i used to work as a badminton coach mm. but, and then um, i was a i was in a school as a shea coordinator but i was not thinking to teach yoga actually because yeah. yoga is a huge thing i had experience of 25 years with 20 years let's say before 10 years now i'm 31 20 years i have experience of 20 years but still i was not thinking to teach yoga you know right and, but i saw 10 years before you know people teaching yoga making good money they just go for 200 hours and they teaching they have never practiced yoga in their life mm. you know yeah. and then still they are very famous yoga teacher then it made me a little bit you know <laughs> conscious on this matter yeah. i worked for some yoga studio in kathmandu also as i worked and i saw there are many teachers coming teaching 
you know when i had the time to talk with them they just started one year before just started six months before or they just finished their 200 hours or 500 hours and they are famous yogi yogini teaching yoga it's good they are doing good thing you know i don't say they are wrong you know but then that these people inspired me yeah made me confident yeah and i said yeah why not you know mm. they can teach who had just started yoga one year before two year before who has done just 200 hours 300 hours they can teach and then why can't i right you know why i'm i was running for uh teaching badminton in school where i used to be paid 300 per hour or 250 per hour mm. rupees rupees mm. maybe sometime i had to That's spend three dollars yeah. sometime i used to spend three hours and i used to be paid just three dollars let's say you mm. know 300 is three dollars yeah say. yeah and then at the same time i saw people teaching yoga and they are being paid one hour twenty dollars twenty five dollars you know yeah then it made me a little bit okay you know they have this experience till they are making this i have we have i mean i have personally i have this experience i have been in this you know i don't need to read book now to teach someone i thank them because they inspired me to go into teaching yeah otherwise i think i wouldn't be able to teach you know because i was not thinking to teach yoga actually i used to share my knowledge i used to share help people to know this you know well, I used to spend my time in Paswati there, there, you know, with these spiritual peoples. Then mm -hmm. we used to share our knowledge, each other's, you know. But then professionally I started teaching, let's say, high school, some schools I started teaching. And then in Bodha, I started, you know, I mean Bodha, there is Bodha, you know, Bodha. And I started, I get a group session first day. Mm -hmm. And I was so surprised, you know. To <laughs> and they, were, they offered me and then I started teaching and they liked. Mm. And then I started teaching this thing and then I got, luckily, you know, I got one, I found one. I was teaching in a group session before, but for private sessions, because now I have mainly I've been teaching private yoga. And then, yeah, I, then I started Charak Yoga. Then I found, you know, one of, uh, one of my, you know, friend called Rupes, also I say his name. He's a very nice guy to me and he, inspired me for the charak and he said me there's a space why don't you start teaching in the center then i okay i said why not then i started charak mm -hmm. three years before charak yoga in tunnel but before it was not nice like this you know modern yoga it was very traditional yoga studio it used to be very tra traditional yoga studio then i tried to make it a little bit you know nice giving nice look and i had to really struggle because it's hard to change someone's mind you know because the honor of this studio is different Later on, I also become an owner, you know, a part of this. Mm -hmm. But before, you know, to change their attitude, to tell them, okay, no, this is not the way of, you know, how people are practicing yoga now. We need to make it a little bit changed. We can teach traditional things, but in a nice yogic environment, which is which people, you know, modern people like mm -hmm. the environment and the knowledge can be traditional. With that aim, I started Charak Yoga here, and then I started in Patan, another yoga studio. We started. Yeah, then in Bansbari there is another yoga studio. So these are the things what I've been doing now. Mm -hmm. Mainly I'm busy in private yoga sessions. I do more than five per day. Mm. Five to nine, sometimes nine wow. private yoga classes in a day. Mm. That's why I'm hiring now. I'm, I'm taking some support of some yoga, other yoga teachers mm -hmm. to assist me in private yoga sessions because I can't be everywhere, you know. Yeah. Sometimes two classes are together at the same time. 
so I need some teachers mm. whom I can send to them. So this is my journey of yoga till now and my aim is to live my life because I have to make something, you know, I have to work until I'm in this world. Because I have family, you know, <laughs> I have family, I have to survive myself, I have to make, and I have to help support them to survive, them. you know, yeah. I have to support them also. So I have chosen, okay, yoga as a profession, you know, mm. not as a business. Business is one thing, as profession right. is another thing. So yeah, business, I, I don't want to make it the blind business, you know. Yeah. Of course, I want to make money to survive, but with the real authentic knowledge. You're not trying to be Bikram Chowdhury. Uh, sorry? <laughs> oh, you're not trying to be one of those big uh, entrepreneur, like, uh, no, no, I'm no, going to no, open up is, a chain no, no, in every no, city. No, no, yeah. no, 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 not like that. Yeah, yeah. People like me, I teach. Yeah. You know, once they don't like, I don't teach. I mean, till now, you know, there's no case that they don't like me. You know, I mean, yeah. I have, because I teach different, different ways. Because I have done masters in physical education, mm -hmm. and I have been in sports for maybe 15, 20 years. So I know, you know, how physically we become fit mm. and how because in yoga I mean since my childhood in yoga and yoga postures can help us to be physically fit and the breathing exercise in yoga helps us to be mentally balanced mm. and normal people they need physically they need to be physically fit and mentally balanced that's all yeah so I have that quality to help people to make physically fit and mentally balanced with the help of yoga or sports or let's say you know so because in the physical fitness we hit on strength core like strength power balance these are the components in which we hit and mental balance we work on breath and mind gets calm so people need that simple people who are busy in work they need this thing yeah but those who are who really want to go deeper in yoga and tantra I help them with my knowledge, you know, till now what I have gained, what I have experienced, I help them by explaining, you know, by guiding them, okay, this may be the right way to, if you really want to go in a deep way, you know, change your food habit, change your sleeping habit, change, you know, these things, and change your attitude first, you know, in this way, then slowly you grow up. It's easy to be physically fit and mentally balanced, but it's very difficult to get enlightenment. So enlightenment process is another, Fitness and mental balance is another. Mm. Of course, who are physically fit and mentally balanced, they can be also enlightened. Right. Yeah, right? it's harder to be enlightened <laughs> when you're not physically fit and mentally balanced. Uh, yeah, I mean, I use yoga in that way. One way, <coughs> one is to get enlightenment, another is to be physically fit and mentally balanced. That's all. The aim finishes here. But who wants to go further? Because there is a process to go to that level, you know. Yeah. It doesn't mean that I say that I'm enlightened. I'm not enlightened. I don't mm. say that I'm enlightened or I'm making people enlightened. I can, so as I know these things, you know, since my childhood, so I can say this is the way, you know. Guru, you can, what is Guru, you know, Guru is just who can guide, right? I mean, Guru can guide, but it doesn't mean that Guru has reached up to God, you know, no. He right. can guide, okay, this is the way you go. So one practitioner can go and reach up to Guru, the God, you know. So final aim is to reach up to that, let's say God, let's say superpower, or let's say, you know, our original father or something, you know, we have different words to use. So once we are connected with that, so we don't need other things. We don't need even Guru, you know. Mm. And Guru should not be upset if that, you know, disciple if gets God and he doesn't care to Guru. The Guru's responsibility is to just guide and show. Not any expectation from client or, right. I mean, the, these disciples. Mm. 
So that these are the real gurus, you know. Otherwise, yeah. if I charge, you know, if the guru they charge a lot of money and then they want respect. This is something different, right? You know, different yeah. guru, guru, you know, world. The real guru world is, you know, don't need to touch their feet. Real guru will not say you to touch their feet, but the fake gurus or these people they will say you to touch the feet. If you don't touch their feet, they will be very angry. Mm. But the real guru, no, because the real guru has different quality. So yeah, this is, and then now I have to survive in, until I'm in this world, and I have to help my family. So I want to make this yoga things in Nepal and India mm-hmm. because I want to make an ashram. My, my aim, yeah. main aim is to make an ashram where I can teach real, authentic knowledge of yoga. You know, now I've been teaching in a studio. I go to home, try for private yoga. You know, but I can't give everything in the studio and can't give everything in the private teachings for one hour. You know, but besides that, I have planned to set up yoga, one ashram because I am from Jagannath yoga tradition. Or let's say I'm from this Jagannath yoga tradition where my dad's guru, my dad, my uncle, and you know, we are grew up in that tradition. Mm-hmm. So, which where with tradition, I want to bring in Kathmandu also, but not in the city, a little bit outside of Kathmandu, where I can, I want to make a Jagannath Yoga Ashram, or a Yoga Ashram, let's say, mm-hmm. so where the, this tradition, you know, will be taught, and it will be like simple ashram, you know, it's not an extraordinary, simple, but who will come, they will feel it, you know, what is this, that is my aim. And before reaching to that, uh, making ashram, I want to do some yoga retreats, yoga, I organize yoga treks, you know. I just want to go on record here and say thank you very much for allowing me to teach here at your studio. It's been it's delightful. My, it's my pleasure to yeah. have you in my studio. <laughs> yeah, it's been a real positive experience, you know, and, and meeting all the people here. And uh, so you've had teachers from France and me from California. And uh, you've had uh, some teachers from out of town teaching here. Yeah, because I make a studio and I give, you know, it's a kind of platform for teachers to share their knowledge. Mm -hmm. It's not only me, okay, I give you this money, you teach and you work for me. It's not like that. I don't want to be like that. So I give you the space. So you know digital things, you have Facebook, you have this, this, you keep sending messages to your friends and around where the studio is. So you create the energy, I have a space, you create the energy, bring students, teach and you know, give what you want to me and whatever comes give it to studio, give it, take you. It's my it's my my way of working with people, you know. Yeah. So different teachers they like, they want to work with me. So I give them platform. You know. Karma yoga. Yeah, karma yoga, let's say. And I give them the space and they, you know, I do my best to do marketing, you know, website, putting on the website, scheduling, doing all these things. But besides that, you know, they have some extraordinary qualities than me. You know, I'm not good in marketing, I already told you. Mm. I'm just, I can create a good space. I can put good mats. I can put mm-hmm. nice yoga hall for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know the necessary things. Mm-hmm. But your part is to teach and you know things. So I, that's why many teachers they like to work with me. You know. Yeah. And especially foreign teacher, when Western teacher, when they come to Nepal and they want to work with me, you know, because I just give them this space. I don't say them. I give you this much money, and I give you you work for me. This is different. Right. Yeah. It's not. I'm not like that guy. You know. So I give you the space, you do what you want to do there. Mm. And then share what comes. After karma, something comes, like mm. money, let's say. And then we share. 
no. So it's not like okay, you work for me, and I'll, I bring a student, and then the, I give you this money, and you take this money. No, it's not like that. I don't. I don't work in that way, and I don't want to work in that way. Yeah, so yeah. It's my. See what you mean. It's my. You try to understand my feeling. Yeah, what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. My English may not be good. Yeah, no, it makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. in Patan, in Tamil, in Pokhara, my plan is to open in Pokhara, Chitwan, you know, mm. I've been talking oh, with so some people, there. so, you know, they can, uh, where I can create this space, they can, uh, you know, they can do this. Thing. Nice. So your, your ashram, you wanted to build in the, in the same place where you grew up, on the west? Yeah, I have already set up ashram there, where, mm -hmm. where I have the land and I have my house there. But I don't. I want to try change that my house into ashram mm. because I don't have enough money to buy the separate land to make ashram. Yeah. So I have a house. We are two brother, one sister, one dad and mom. They are there. My dad has been practicing the same. We have one small room where dad has been practicing for long. Mm. Maybe, let's say fifty years. He has been practicing for fifty years there. You know. Mm. Uh, but you know, so I want to change that house into ashram. So I have given the name Jagannath Yoga Ashram, mm. where some people have been there already. So from France, from England, some people have already been there. So they liked, you know, so they they were very happy that they had chance to spend time. But it's not famous place even right. from the Google. If you, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know these things from Google. If you search in Google, even you can't find that. You know. Yeah. So we need to work on that also to make it a little bit, you know, uh, people can see that also. That yeah. Way. So there's a place where I have house and a little bit land. So I'm trying to make that one yoga hall there and some place to stay for people. Mm -hmm. uh, one ashram there and another in close to Kathmandu. Mm. You know, not in the city, in the hill or in the mountain from where they can see nice views, Himalayas in the morning sun rise and sunset they can you know in that area i want to make an ashram because people come in Kathmandu and some people they stay here for short and they search for really good ashram i mean authentic they want to learn authentic things yeah there's no place to go and practice for them you know, of course there are many places but you know i'm in tamil i meet few people who have who have already been to some ashrams or some places but they're still searching for something yeah you know so then I realized, no, in Kathmandu also it needed, mm. you know, so I'm thinking to set up somewhere. So I've been searching for land and some good people from the world, you know, who can help me in this project, actually. Mm. I mean, who can be the part of this project, you know. It doesn't mean that I'm asking them for money, you know, it's not like that. You know? yeah. It can be a team, some people have some, some even when, you know, later on they can come with their family, you know, they can spend time, you know, because people need spirituality. Without a spirituality, science is, let's say, science and spirituality, if they go together, it's a nice combination. Yeah. Right? But if the only science, science, science in this modernity, if there is no spirituality, it doesn't have any power. Mm. You know? For example, let's say in the West, or not only in the West, but everywhere in the world now, if you see, especially politicians or especially those leaders who are the powerful leaders in the world or nation. I mean, from my point of view, if they have some spirituality, spiritual things in, you know, like, so what is spirituality? Because, you know, spirituality, in the spiritual world, we need to think ourselves as a spirit or shawl. Now, if I don't consider myself as a shawl or a spirit, and I say I'm a spiritual, I'm not a spiritual. So as soon as I say I'm in a spiritual or a spiritual world, I, if 
first step is I should feel, I should know myself, I should consider myself as a spirit or shawl, not this body. Yeah. This body is just as a tool I'm using. I have changed many bodies, dislike bodies, you know. I have traveled a lot. We have to have that feeling, right? And we have to have a law of karma. We should know the law of karma. If I do good, definitely good, you know. So how long I am in this world, why I am in this world, you know, after leaving this world, where these are the things that we talk on spirituality, right? Mm -hmm. Being shawl conscious, not body conscious, right? Yeah. So we don't run after money, we don't run after powers. So if sp the spiritual things or spirituality goes into the world in a right way, let's say the powerful leaders of the world, if they have this feeling. I don't think there will be any more wars, fighting, all these things. You know, because yeah. spirituality controls the science. Science has done a lot of things now. Science is at the peak, final level. Anything, anytime, they can fight, they can the whole world can be collapsed, right? Yeah. If they have a spirituality inside, you know, still they have some controllings, you know. Yeah. If they consider themselves as a shawl, they are not going to disturb others, you know. So, so these are the things that spirituality and science they have to do together. So yeah, in this ashram I, I want to share with people's spirituality. So who become a member or who are the who become a team now, now because I'm trying to set up ashram, who become a member who help in this. Future they can come with their family to stay, you know, they don't need to stay in the hotels, they pay a lot of money, just they come to the ashram, they can stay with their family and I can say, you know, confidently, everyone needs at least one month stay in a year, at least 15 to one month in this sort of places, ashrams, where we eat vegetarian, I mean pure food, we have pure, you know, yogic practice and pure, you know, way of meditating, you know, where we help our body and mind with these things, you know, food, knowledge, because knowledge is for mind and wisdom, food for body, you know. So these people who are quite busy with daily life, they're busy, 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 you know. Once a year they can break and they can come with the family where they can learn, okay, they can realize themselves, I'm not this body, I'm a soul, but still I'm working. You know, I'm in a team of family, but just I'm playing the role. Some people are playing the role of father, some people are playing the role of son. Just we are playing our part. You know, I might have been thousands of times someone's son, someone's father, someone's grandfather. You know, now, even now I am someone's son, someone's, you know, in this way. So mm -hmm. we just play our role. So if these are the things that we want to, you know, put as a, Curriculum in our in my arsenal, mm. you know, not like okay science these these things. Of course, enjoy your life, but with a spiritual control, spirituality. You know? Yeah. Because everybody is in reality, everyone is soulish, everyone is spirit. But they, their knowledge, their wisdom is not, you know, clear with this knowledge. But in reality, everyone is same. Everyone is soul. Everyone is same. We all are same. So, but it's depends on our knowledge what we have you know yeah maybe I consider myself as a soul but some people other people he or she may not accept it yeah he can say I'm this body you know so it's up to her knowledge it's up to my knowledge you know it's it's a uh, it's like that so yeah in the ashram I want to 
put such these things and then slowly people will be really helped with this I, I have that feeling people will be helped with this you know spending time sometime in the ashram it will not be like a retreat place it will not be like a fancy place to stay you know it will be traditional where i know very authentic things you know because i have been grown up in this as ashram way or my traditionally i have been grown up you know why not to eat on the dining table let's say you know the simple examples mm. why to sit on the floor you know why to sit on the cross leg you know, when we sit on the cross leg when we sit on the floor you know our jataragni or let's say this i don't know the english word the digestive system is powerful than sitting on the dining tables mm. dining yeah you know so these are the traditional systems little bit you know why traditional toilets why not this modern toilets right know? because there's a asana when we are sitting on the toilet also there's a certain asanas which helps to open our intestine to clean this intestine you know when i came out from the first when i was sitting on this commode toilet or let's say in this modern toilet my stomach was not clear mm. and when i my stomach is not clear i can't you know i'm not clear with my mind mm. so many people are disturbed just because of few things small changes yeah. you know, changing toilets changing the eating habits not in the dining table just sitting on floor cross leg and eat mm. you know even you are going to, you know it's a modern life you know it's like this you sit on toilet because you don't have time so you sit you read newspaper or you use laptop at the same time you go into toilet <laughs> <laughs> no you can't clear your stomach in this time and yeah if our this stomach is not clear or there are a lot of problems yeah a lot of yeah driving uh, many yeah. problems and yeah. then we go to hospital oh i have this problem this problem the problem is there you know nothing yeah simple if you change so these traditional things that i want to apply in the ashram actually you know mm. so simple bad simple food you know why i have simple vegetarian food because there are three types you know sattvic rajasic and tamasic food so if you practice yoga i mean different food has different effect in our body and mind you know so mm -hmm. if you eat rajasic food your mind state of mind going to be changed mm. if you eat tamasic food you know the state of mind is being like that so if you eat sattvic food your state of mind is going to be different so you know because we are human being we are here for certain time not for permanent you know so we are here maximum 100 years now let's say maximum mm. 100 years if we live 100 otherwise 80 70 you know so till birth from birth to end of our life we should live happily so there are some techniques also there are some different ways of living life happy you know mm. so not the modern modern life is a little bit disturbing life i can say like that yeah simply you know if i give simple example if somebody has a habit of eating maida maida means white flour eating meat a lot of things maybe yeah, I, i don't know in the west i haven't been western country so i can say you know in the western there are many i meet many western people you know they have problem with family thank you so much for yeah, being our guest on the to be a yogi <laughs> podcast today and um, uh, yeah it's my pleasure but and thanks again for <laughs> sharing your studio with me it's been delightful working twice a day you know for how long have i been working there two months <laughs> since december something it's february now yeah i think so two months wild met people from all around the world yeah, from uh, new caledonia china japan 
Thailand, Taiwan, uh, Korea, Indonesia, India, France, Greece, Turkey, Italy, England, <laughs> Ireland, <Korea>. Canada, <laughs> Texas even. <laughs> oh, and uh, Brazil. We had the seven... Were there eight eight people from Brazil the oh, other day? Nice. Nine people, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was the one woman that wandered in. I don't know where yeah, she's from. Yeah, and then uh, Germany, just everywhere. And a lot of people who are yoga teachers tend to want to go, you know, keep their practice up, so they'll go check out the local classes. So I've met yoga teachers in Turkey, Greece, and, you know, all these other places. So it's been great for networking, because now if I go to Greece, I have someone to meet there. So, <laughs> so it's definitely opening your door has facilitated all these other doors opening for me yeah, and for you, you know. So, and of course, you always have a home in California. And uh, when I have my ashram or yoga studio or whatever in uh, Joshua Tree, I'd love to have you there. <laughs> Thank you very much. And I'd love to visit your ashram. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You're welcome. More than welcome to visit my ashram. You know, even if you want to go to my traditional ashram at Bait, in Baitani, if you even now you oh, go, yeah. you can the stay one you free. Went. Yeah, you know, where my uncle, my dad are Oh, there, yeah, yeah. So you can go and spend time with them. <laughs> that sounds great. So you can practice. And I'll bring uh, some of the people listening to this right now, <laughs> uh, maybe next year, the year after, because I do want to organize retreats where we go to Nepal and a few other places, India, That's maybe great. Tibet. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah keep working. You know, it's good field good good area you know working yeah yeah where we share our knowledge and then we are survived here also for a natural i mean naturally we are happy in this field you know? we don't yeah. have to take tension la 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 when we keep share happiness and be happy you know? yeah <laughs> like that so yeah if people want an authentic yoga experience um they know where to find you uh so yeah i guess i guess we can wrap up with that yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Thank, thank you. you thank you, Kanshan, for being our guest on the To Be a Yogi podcast tonight. Special thanks also to Brian Dahl for providing the music you're hearing right now. And that's B-R-Y-I-N-D-A-L-L. For those of you hearing this who are in Kathmandu, you can come to my class anytime between now and February 24th, 2018, at which point I'll be leaving for Bhutan. But you can come to Kanchan's classes anytime. Thank you all for tuning in. Namaste. Namaste.